Hello, hello, friends. You are listening to the Aligned Earth Podcast. I am Dr. Shannon. I'm one of the hosts of the show. Uh, and today, it's just me. It's a solo day. And I have a, a fun little solo topic. Uh, and as this episode is going to go live, it's going to go live just before Thanksgiving. And so this episode is going to be a little bit about aspects of gratitude, um, mental health aspects. And as I was writing the outline for it, as far as like, what, what do I want to talk about and where do I want to go with this? I guess I would, I'm thinking of titling this episode, um, pregnancy gratitude journal prompts. Um, and I want to go through some thoughts that I've had, um, and how journaling can impact your mental health. What um, writing thoughts and emotions and feelings down could do for you during your pregnancy. Granted, these can also apply outside of pregnancy as well too. Um, so that's, that's where I want to go with it. And then I want to touch on some, uh, using birth affirmations as the potential for journal prompts and to get kind of those creative juices flowing. Welcome to the Aligned Birth Podcast. I'm Dr. Shannon, a prenatal chiropractor. And I'm Rachel, a birth doula and childbirth educator. Together, we're here to bring you conversations about pregnancy, birth, and motherhood. From cesarean to VBAC, hospital to home births, we've experienced it all. We are high school friends who reconnected through our shared passion for health and birth. As moms to two young boys, we've both changed careers after our own transformative childbirth experiences. Join us as we discuss the importance of a healthy body and mind throughout pregnancy, birth, and into motherhood. Our goal is to provide fun, interesting, and helpful conversations and interviews that inspire learning. When your body, mind, and intuition are aligned, you can conquer anything. Sit back and relax or grab a notebook and take some notes or maybe listen as you enjoy a walk. However you choose to listen, we hope you enjoy this episode of the Aligned Birth Podcast. Before we get into the episode today, if you enjoy the content of this podcast, we would greatly appreciate your support in one of three ways. First, leave us a review or give us a five-star rating. Your feedback helps us reach more listeners and make a bigger impact. Second, you can sign up for our newsletter. By doing so, you'll be the first to receive new episodes and exclusive bonus resources straight to your inbox each week. Lastly, you can become a direct listener supporter. Running this podcast requires significant time, effort, and resources. Your contribution, no matter the amount, helps us continue providing valuable content to a wider audience. Simply use the links in the show notes to make your donation, sign up for our newsletter, or leave us a review. Every contribution matters and is sincerely appreciated. If the Align Birth Podcast is a part of your weekly routine and you love what we are doing, please consider supporting us through one of these three options. Your support will create a ripple effect, allowing us to reach more listeners and make a lasting difference. So, welcome to the show. I feel like it's a this is a mashup of a couple of topics that I've wanted to do. Um I think there's power in writing, like pen to paper writing. Yes, typing things out can be great, 
Uh, maybe I'm, I'm speaking to my age here, but there's just, there really is power in pen to paper and actually writing things down. Um, I really do think it translates to memory so much better. But anywho, I, I, I'm a big fan of journaling. Um, as we're, this episode's going live, I'm recording it right before Thanksgiving. And so of course, this is the time of year where we, we focus on thanks and we, we give thanks for, for things. And we focus on gratitude a little bit more maybe than we do throughout the year. Um, so I wanted to mesh those two together. I, I do have an interview lined up for later. Um, and I want to talk about the aspect of like writing your birth story down and the healing power of that as well too. So these are kind of all together. So um, I've got that interview. I, I have someone that I, I want to to bring on and she focuses on kind of like writing memoirs and stuff. And so I'm, I'm really excited about that at one point, but this is going to be all connected. And um, I, my oldest, so I have a 13 year old and he came to me the other morning and he goes, mommy, what do you, what do you write about in the mornings? Like, what is it that you do? And oh, that was a good question. Cause I do journal every morning. Um, I've gone through periods of time where I haven't journaled and I have felt a significant dip in my emotional reserves and my mental health. And so I know this is something that is extremely important for me. Granted, you know, it, it looks different for everybody, but this is something this, this morning time that I've gravita- gravitated towards. Now, again, too, I'm at a season in my life and in my motherhood life that I do have the ability to have mornings to myself. Um, I have an hour every morning to myself, just me and my dog. Um, and I am so grateful for that hour. It hasn't always been like that though, right? The times have changed, um, of when I've had time to myself, um, as you go through the seasons of motherhood. So this, this episode is never, is not one that I want to be like, well, I can't get up at five and journal for an hour. So what am I supposed to do? So I don't, I don't want that, um, reaction to this, but understanding the season of motherhood that you're in, but I would like to maybe give some thoughts and ideas of how you could create this practice in your life and what it could do for you. So he asked me, you know, what do you write about? And so I went through and I was like, well, I kind of write down my thoughts, right? I, um, I go through what happened in the day yesterday, um, good or bad. Um, and I, I just kind of process things and it's kind of like, sometimes things come to mind. Sometimes I'm writing that I don't really, um, I don't really have anything to say, (laughs) but as he, as I chatted a little bit more about like what it is that I'm, I'm doing, it kind of came out that it's almost like I'm, I tend to write my prayers and I think that's what it really comes and boils down to. So, um, you know, my, my spiritual life, my religious life, my, um, my life in Christ is very, something that's very, very important to me. And, um, I, I use that as part of my journaling and my morning time process. And there is something that can be said for writing out our thoughts, um, to kind of get things out to get things out to process things a little bit more, um, and 
there's lots of ways to do that. So you've got the power of writing your thoughts down and getting things out. Movement is another one. And we've talked a lot about movement episodes and movement resources in pregnancy. Um, but thinking of movement as a way that it impacts the vagus nerve, it impacts your rest and digest part of your nervous system. Like that is a very, very healing thing to do. Um, I'm also going to say, I think that, you know, chiropractic care is a very healing thing um, to do as well to process gosh, to process things. I mean, how you are living your life and your perceptions of reality is, is is how your nervous system is perceiving your reality, right? So whether you really are running from a bear or you think you're running from a bear, your body is going to respond in that way. And so I wanted to outline some, how that writing process kind of relates to everything as far as processing your emotions. Sometimes I think if we don't let things out, and I mean in a healthy manner, um, then they can kind of fester and kind of, can kind of stick around. And for me, writing has been a very therapeutic process. I often thought too, I am an only child. And so sometimes I think that that it speaks to that aspect and in, in that maybe I didn't have that sibling or something to really dive deep into emotions or communicate with. And yeah, you know, I had very, very dear friends growing up, but um, sometimes I think it's, it's an only child trait, but then, you know, talking to a lot of people, it's like, no, it, it, it can be for anybody as far as, you know, how big or small of a family um, that you have. I have pillars of health that I talk about in the office. Um, I have movement, I have nutrition, I have sleep, mindset, and then chiropractic care. So those are my five pillars of health and where where I try to guide people in when we're on this healing journey, where are those places that we can go to if we want to make an impact, right? So sometimes we can get overwhelmed. So then it's more of like, how can I add movement in? How can I impact my nutrition? Sleep is so very important. How can I make sure I'm sleeping well? But the journaling aspect, I think really speaks to the mindset, stinking thinking. And so if we do harbor a lot of, um, I don't know, stinking thinking, then that can stay and stick in the body. And so, like I've said, journaling can be a way of unlocking that. And our friend, Rachel Hart, who is a local home birth midwife, we interviewed her on the show. It's episodes 15 and 16. She also talks about self-care. And I, I did an interview with her. I'll put the link here where I really talked about um, my transformation in what she titled the episode, permission to reinvent yourself. Um, So I guess I have reinvented myself. Uh, But I share a journal entry from that at a very traumatic, intense part of my life. And it was neat to go back and, and read that. Like I actually shared my journal entry from December 31st of 2018. So, um, but she talks about four seeds of self-care. And so hers also has that prayer, that meditation, that introspective aspect of self-care. And so I'm going to link everything, all of those, um, all of those things in the resources and the, the show notes here as well, too. Um, but, you know, very distinctly in my life, I, I do. And I recently sent an, a newsletter out at my office and I, there was a point in my life where I really felt like all I had was Jesus in my journal. And that journaling has ebbed and flowed and changed over the years. Um, I've talked to some people where they do go back and reread what they've written. Um, 
I don't, I don't necessarily do that. So in some aspects of it, you can go back and, and it can help process things. Um, I like to write things as far as to maybe not even just journal entries, but the aspect of um, something big that's happened in your life. It's, it's nice to write it out and to document that as well too, and to kind of speak your truth a little bit as well, even if, even if no one else is going to read it. Um, and it's a way to process things, but if you do go back and reread your journal entries, remember no judgment there, right? You're processing things. So you can't, you can't judge yourself for them either. But when we look at it from maybe the different mindset of a pregnancy journal, maybe this could be a really fun way to just document your pregnancy. And I don't have a pregnancy journal. It was never, I journaled throughout, but just my normal everyday morning routine that I would do. I don't, I didn't do one specifically for pregnancy. And it's something that's been on my mind and heart lately, as far as I think that would have been a really cool thing to do is to really document that time and go through the trimesters and to really put it all out there of what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking and what I'm hoping for, right? With the pregnancy, like there's so many things that you can write about and process. And so if you haven't necessarily thought about doing a pregnancy journal, and there's a bunch of ones out there with journal prompts, you can also just buy a blank journal and go from there. But I wanted to mention um, a little bit of some journal prompts. So sometimes you may not even, like I've said before, I'll, I'll start writing and I'll be like, I don't even know what I want to say, but I want to get some things out. And some of the, you can maybe use birth affirmations as a journal prompt. And so I've got two links that I'm going to put in the show notes. Um, one is a blog from She Births uh, Bravely. I just found it online and I'll mention some of the affirmations that she has. And then, um, the other one is from Rachel, the co the co-host of the show from North Atlanta Birth Services, and they have a blog of birth affirmations and then they have a printable resource as well too. So I'm going to link that here, but you could look at Maybe maybe these these birth affirmations and these prompts can help you think about things that maybe you haven't thought about or think about things in a new way as well. And then I want to in a minute I want to go through and say okay, this is what you can do. It's not birth affirmations aren't merely just telling yourself, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror and saying I feel pretty, but there's more to it. So, the fact that you could maybe use these to write down your thoughts and feelings with it can really commit that to memory a bit more. So what about, I am proud of myself. I believe in my body. Um, the ability to give birth is a gift. That's a beautiful one. And then what comes to mind with those things? What comes to mind? S with these birth affirmations, um, I, I guess I want to start with, I feel like I'm all over the place with this. I, When I spend my morning time, this is something else I Actually, I didn't tell my son this, but when I, I was writing, I was writing the outline for this show, I tend to start my journal with um, processing what was happening yesterday or something. And I will say the past two journal entries, I've, I've been disappointed in myself and certain actions that I've taken, words that I've said, whatnot. And um, it's okay to be disappointed in yourself, right? Because that brings a little awareness of where can we change? Where can we be better? What do we need to accept? What do we need to let go? Uh, 
But I don't want my entire journal entry to just be like shame, 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 and guilt on myself and just being really down and hard because hello, I am my own worst enemy and I'm, I can be my biggest critic. So being mindful and not using these entries as ways to just uh, beat the crap out of yourself, but it's okay, right? Process it, get it out. So I tend to do that at the beginning and then I shift. I have two devotionals that I use because like I said, my, my faith is something that is very important to me. And this is how I, I almost turn the journal entry into this prayer. And what Bible verses do I want to bring with me today? What prayer do I want to say? How? What are my intentions for the day? Can I let go of what was yesterday, good or bad? And can I bring some peace to today? Can I bring intention and can I bring focus, right? Staying in that present moment and focusing in on what is happening right now. So I use my devotionals to then flip the script a little bit. And that's where I'll start in with my prayers of what do I want that day to look like? Um, how can I pray boldly for my family? Um, anything along those lines and what I'm looking for and then I start to process and I, it turns into a bit of um, a gratitude post, host, <laughs> gratitude journal, right? <laughs> Stuck in the age of social media. Turning into that, that gratitude aspect because that, when I end on that note in my journal in the morning, I have already put past the, the disappointments of yesterday or whatnot and I have shifted that and my energy, my frequency, my vibration, everything, my mindset has literally changed. I have changed my brain chemistry just by doing that. So what I would say and why I'm going back to that with these birth affirmations is maybe you start with a journal entry that's like, this is tough. I'm feeling sick. I've got fear. I've got anxiety. Whatever is going on with you at whatever point you are in your pregnancy get that out and let that out. Maybe then towards the end, turn it into that birth affirmation, right? All of the strength I need is inside me. I am built for birth. My body and my baby know what to do. And then when you flip that, now you can write on those. What are your intentions for the day? What are the good things that you can bring forth um, throughout the day? This is not ignoring everything negative. I'm not trying to, you know, do toxic positivity here, but God, your there's so much power in your thoughts. There's so much power. It literally, I mean, biology belief with Dr. Bruce Lipton. I mean, your cells communicate to each other with this energy as well too. And so you can speak life or you can speak death. And I, I know, I know, know, know this for a fact. And I also know for a fact that there is always something to be thankful for. And so I think processing it out at the beginning, getting everything out that you want to get out, not letting it fester. And then let's flip it into, maybe you use the birth affirmations. I want to share, um, so like I said, Rachel with North Atlanta Birth Services, she, they have a blog. I'm going to put it, um, I'm going to link it here, but they have um, a couple of things. They've got this blog post that has all of their, um, some of their birth affirmations. Um one of them is beautiful. I acknowledge my fear every time I feel it and I let that fear go. Uh, my body knows what to do. I will surrender fully and completely. My courage and patience will send my baby into my arms. My body will give birth on its own time. Like there's so many, there's just so many, so many good things that you can write. And then 
you can process that and use that to push you forth through the day, um, especially if there's a few a few hard things coming up. Now, here's the big thing with birth affirmations. Birth affirmations is not just like um, where you say, all the strength I need is inside me, yay, and then you move on. Uh, you really do need to create a an experience with the words. You need to create the emotions with the words because you can pull from that when you're in labor and birth. That's the whole point of it. It's finding those things. Maybe it's a Bible verse. Maybe it's something. I don't know. But it's whatever it is, you can pull from that and then you can remember, God, that brought me such hope and peace on that day. That brought me such comfort. You know, and and really committing those, not necessarily to memory, but committing them to an emotion um, and a an experience and an actual something that you're feeling. So that is a big part of the birth affirmations. Now we could do a whole different show on on birth affirmations, but um, it's a. I think maybe even journaling about that can be a huge process because. Maybe when you're writing those things down and it helps you remember what you're thankful for, maybe you're going through that gratitude because maybe you do know that your body can birth this baby and then you give thanks for that. You pull from those reserves when fear, anxiety, doubt can creep their way in during labor and birth. You can pull from those reserves. Now, I've talked about, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show, gratitude reserves. Um we did a an episode called Building Resiliency. It's episode 110. And it's based on a blog post I had done of building resiliency, like adaptive reserves. That's what I look at with chiropractic care as well, too, that we are impacting how our nervous system is processing what's going on in our day. Can we process the stressors in a more positive manner instead of it becoming chronic stress? We're going to have stress. We're going to have stress. And that's not, it's not eliminating all the stress. It's our response to it. Can we stay out of the chronic aspect? Can we stay out of fight or flight? Can we balance parasympathetic, sympathetic parts of the nervous system? And can we respond appropriately to an event, not just a mental event, but to an actual event, right? Instead of, you know, it's, it's that perception of what's going on versus, okay, what is really going on? So building resiliency was an episode that we did and gratitude reserves. So now, like I said, there's a time in my life um, where I felt like I, you know, Jesus in my journal and that's, that's all I really had. And I have seen that get me through uh, some of my darkest days. It's also gotten me through some of my highest highs, right? It's, it's, it's stayed there with me. But when we practice gratitude, it becomes easier to find it and see it in the everyday, even when um, the poop is hitting the fan. I think this this is family friendly. We don't put explicit stuff on there. If you knew me in real life, outside of the office, um, there would be an explicit label. But I do very good, I do very good on the show. Those gratitude reserves. When we practice gratitude, it becomes easier to do it and to find it. It's the birth affirmations as well, too. When we speak those birth affirmations and it becomes part of our routine, it's easier to find that when we need it. And it's easier to call forth and bring forth that when we need it. Um, Gratitude reserves. I just, I love that. And I, 
my one of my very first blog posts was have an attitude of gratitude. I just know, and like I said, I've I've seen it get me through some very very dark times in my life, and you know, as we as we get older, we can look back on those experiences and know and see. At least for me, I can know and see. Okay, this is where those gratitude reserves have held me up. This is where my faith has held me up. This is where God has really shown himself to say, okay, I know that this is going to come back. I know that there's going to be this help there as well. Um, But there's something to be said about gratitude reserves. Now, I I do want to do a disclaimer here that this is not um, going and journaling and saying, oh, I process all my emotions and not uh, seeking further help and guidance. That is not what this episode is about. So I do want to mention, we did an interview with Ashley Lingerfelt, who is a local perinatal mental health counselor. So we talked about playtime therapy and perinatal mental health. That was episode 105. Um, also Dr. Megan Toops was on and she talked about turning anxiety into awakening and specifically this the aspects of motherhood. Um, that was episode 79. Uh, so this is not a replacement for therapy, but that is why we have all of these pillars of health. That's why being healthy is not just eating right, but it's moving right. It's nourishing your mind. It's sleeping right. It's to me, nourishing your nervous system health. Like there's facets to it. So it's the same thing with this as well too. This is not intended to be um, a replacement for anything. You know, I did not do, I think I said this already. I did not do a pregnancy journal when I was pregnant with either of mine. I do remember, you know, vividly points, but we're coming up on 14 years, 11 years, um, ago that I gave birth and it's getting a little bit harder. (laughs) It's getting a little bit harder to remember. Um, some of those, those pregnancy things. And so maybe a pregnancy journal is something that speaks to you. And like I said, there's lots of options out there for doing one on your own, purchasing one, whatever you, whatever you need. But I would challenge you to, um, begin to write some things down, begin to shine some gratitude on things. And this is not, you know, a religious podcast. Like you can find something to be thankful for um, all the time. (laughs) So I would challenge you to maybe sit with those thoughts, see what comes forth. But I would look at this as a way to impact your birth, to bring forth some birth affirmations and to create um, emotions and experiences surrounding um, those birth affirmations and journal prompts. So again, thank you for joining me today for just a random little bit of gratitude work that I think can make a huge, huge impact um, in your life, in your pregnancy journal, and in your mental health as well. Thank you for joining us on the Align Birth Podcast. We hope you found our discussions informative, inspiring, and enjoyable. Remember, when your body, mind, and intuition are aligned, you have the power to overcome any challenge that comes your way. We appreciate your support and leaving a review or rating, signing up for our newsletter, or becoming a direct listener supporter. Your contribution helps us continue delivering valuable content and reaching more listeners like yourself. Stay connected with us through our newsletter to receive the latest episodes and bonuses straight to your inbox each week.
You can also connect with us on Instagram at aligned underscore birth. All links can be found in the show notes. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of the birthing individuals and new moms. Thank you for being a part of our community. We look forward to sharing more empowering conversations on the Aligned Birth Podcast. Until next time.